another episode of Twig's SE Reflections, a podcast series for students and practitioners of the psychobiological and somatic therapies. Let me give you a little insight about what's going on here. You can head on over to liberationispossible.org backslash reflections. There you're going to see a blog roll of episodes, little conversational tidbits from me, Anthony Twig Wheeler. Also text and pictures, occasional videos, little off-the-top thoughts about my perspective on somatic experiencing and the therapeutic process. It's a conversation for my colleagues. You're welcome here. Here's something that generalists like myself like to do. We like to get a hold of fancy terms and then things that we probably don't know so much about. Maybe read about it a little bit on Wikipedia. Fancy terms that specialists might have. And then we try to use them as metaphors to explain other phenomena, larger, larger ideas. The one I want to play with today, local maximum. It's a mathematical term somewhat complicated stuff, way beyond my understanding. And yet there is a thing out there called the local maximum. And every once in a while, you'll see it used in other things like design work, people who are trying to do design patterns, uh, design, web design, certain skills involved. Sometimes this idea, the local maximum comes up. Another place it's been used that I've heard it is in taking into account the challenges that come along with changing a profession, like a career change. And that's because the what the local maximum describes is a kind of within a set, within an area, within associated things, things that are associated, there are rises and valleys there are you know peaks of performance there are peaks of opportunity there are edges at which we have more access or more fulfillment or more mm, the thing we want or something you know could be i guess at a universal level to this could be anything it's a bump let's set up an imaginal kind of thing here a vision imagine with me there's a horizontal plane. There's a completely flat plane. You're out in Kansas. It's totally flat. Now you come up to the edge of the front range. There's some rolling hills out there. Okay, those rolling hills could represent if there were one small hill and a larger, larger hill out in the distance, your smaller hill would be the local maximum and the larger hill, I guess, would be the universal maximum or the, the one that you would be wanting to go toward. Keep going with me here. So the notion that this local maximum, this little bump, this little hill is where you're at. And to get to somewhere else, you've got to go down, almost kind of backtrack from where you're at and go across this open plain before you come up to the next rolling hill that goes up and allows you to go farther, gets you a better view, gets you a change that you wanted, gets you 
more opportunity. It's a larger hillside. I've just done a horrible job of laying out that metaphor, but there you go. You can see it now, right? You're out in the desert. You're just out of Tucson. It's totally flat. There's a hill. There's a second hill. One of them is larger than the other. When you get to the top of the first hill and you realize, oh, that hill over there is the one I want to go up on top of. That'll give me the better view. It turns out now you got to go back down, go across the desert before you get to go up the next larger hill. When you're on the lower hill, it's called the local maximum. And sometimes that's kind of both somewhere that you're trying to get out of. You needed to go there, happened anyway, whatever, life circumstance, that's where your studies brought you. Your career path taught you, brought you to this place. You can't get beyond it. Your dysregulation from your past set you up with a local maximum that makes it so that all your friends and colleagues that are around you share certain kinds of disorganized patterns that keep you right there where you are for you to find yourself with more self-regulating co-regulating people and patterns in your life you're gonna have to make some significant changes and so you're gonna have to leave the local maximum where you know you've been and you figured out how to do things there on some level and now you're gonna to have to go across that plane up some new hillside that you don't even know what's gonna happen yet no wonder it's hard to do this no wonder it's hard to do the career change you know you get to a place where you realize I'm at my talent ceiling here or I'm not gonna get promoted past here or this isn't actually the work that is really driving me and thriving like that I want to thrive in and then you know you got to go back to school or you got to step out of that and try other skills that you don't know yet all of that business is gonna be kind of uncomfortable particularly if you've already invested in getting up to your local maximum of course we do we have so hmm why bring this up well there's a few places that I think about this in terms of both studying and learning the skills associated with somatic experiencing, also applying those skills, and sometimes it's important to realize that our clients are in this kind of condition as well, yeah? And certain things that we do with them may either help to reinforce their well-being at their local maximum, which could be cool, could also help them stay stuck in their local maximum and not risk the challenges that might come along with the change process of trying to get to the more universal maximum. Or could also be that there are times that a local maximum is perhaps the best thing that can happen for a person. And for the time being, at least it might be better to try to maximize the well-being within the place that I am the situation that I'm in the situation I can't get out of the place that makes it so that better stuff doesn't come to me because I keep having to deal with the way it is in my situation that I'm already in sometimes when you can't get out of those kind of situations it might be better to try to negotiate that condition better rather than try to get out of that to a better place. In which case, it might be more about 
accepting the local maximum and not trying to move to some other kind of way of being in the world more open per se in a dangerous environment or more efficacious in a place where showing your efficacy could get you in trouble so while i've taken the most mm, roundabout way into this topic let me point out a few different places that that we as practitioners and students might look for our own support when negotiating our local maximums and these kind of things that come out in sessions. Like for instance, one of those holy grail kind of things in our sessions is the more involuntary organic, sometimes known as phase three kind of allowance in sessions where things become more and more involuntary and happening of their own will, of their own you know, intelligence and such. When that process starts to unfold, it is often at the, the request of letting go of the patterns of control and, and management of attention, and it's more into this freedom of attention that we're going to take things to go. Well, at that transition, people who have had a, the need to establish a lot of stability, that can be kind of a, a dicey place to let go, right? Because the reason that they needed the stability was that things were quite out of control. So in this way, there's this, this kind of reaching that is happening where to get stability, we need to stabilize the system. Once we stabilize the system, we might need to let things go back into a sense of not being quite under control, in which case we might need to go back down from this smaller hillside of success where things are maybe better than they were, we might need to risk going back into not controlling again so that we can get up to the next level of organization. That allowance requires the practitioner being a little bit willing to risk the feeling of themselves being uncomfortable because now that they've finally got this stability with their client like now that things don't get all out of control every time we meet now that things can kind of feel better and we can kind of do all these things to help things settle down we have to now let things go again and that's a little bit like leaving the comfort zone leaving the comfort zone to find out that oh you know if you've actually done that stability and you're following you know the rules of the game on how to introduce and organize attention and such. Hmm. Probably actually things are going to feel even better at that next level of organization. Once you get up that next, you know, cross the plane up the hillside. So there's this place in our sessions as practitioners that we ourselves might get comfortable with certain kinds of activities in our sessions where we always can do these things. And from there, we feel like we are both able to contain and also help our clients feel better. And there will be this, hmm, challenging feeling that could come when we decide that, okay, now that we've got that, we're going to play with this idea of seeing if we can help the system do its own self-organization and its own rhythm and get in sync with all of that back and forthness that would be waiting to happen once the chaos isn't just the only thing running on its own. Another place the local maximum kind of image can come through is, is sometimes realizing this truth that 
some clients are really in a context or a situation where there's a maximum amount of change, maybe is the right word here, that can be expected given the context, the environment that they're in. You know, like you'll hear, I hope, um, particularly from Kathy Kane, some really good stories about the the truth of when when a person is in certain kinds of contexts, it becomes very difficult for them to to get the safety signal that they need to have the good work of session work stabilize in their systems and thus affect a wider, larger change in their life. And, you know, we, we would hope that we're able to help people change their context in a place that, in a way that makes it so that they're in an, any improved stability and, and intelligence in their nervous system comes through, it's able to express itself and affect their environment adequately that they can then increase the gains and kind of get on that upward trend. And, and I can only hope that that is what is going to happen for people. And yet at the same time, we, we should know that at any point, any of us could be at a place where, you know what, I can't do anything different than this. The best I can do is simply try to stop trying to get this to be different and instead engage the, the best part of this that I can. An immediate and easy corollary is you realize, hey, you know, I've got, I've got five more years in this job. I don't like it. Um, I don't like it as much as I wish I was doing something else, but I'm going to make the best out of it because I've got five more years. Something like that is, is kind of a more pleasant way to say there are sometimes environments that you're committed to that you can't get out of, and that changing making dramatic or or significant changes inside of that environment might not be possible in which case maybe the best thing we can do sometimes is to settle into the whatever kind of goodness and reinforce whatever kind of resource we can find inside of that context as it is and see if that doesn't then help give a neuroception of a bit more safety so that even inside of that same local maximum things can feel even just that much better because we can take value in the increased safety of no longer trying to push out of something that is holding us back. Not a preference, not when it doesn't need to happen, and when it needs to happen, sometimes it's kind of good to learn how to get the most out of what you got. Here's another one. If you turn the local maximum image that we were creating before over like upside down then it's like a well that goes down one level and then it's got a rise and it's kind of a flat plateau again and then another well that drops down to a deeper level wow fun that is just like the energy well model from peter levine that is such a beautiful example of increasing resiliency as you stabilize at each kind of local maximum. And so one place that the same kind of image, the same kind of idea can play out in our own sessions is when we're doing like little provocations and we're doing um, like voo sounds and little things to 
you stir the system and then help it settle and establish that next time we do that same titration, we find out that the system is more able to do that. And then we do it over and over and we find out, hey, that little part right there is totally old hat. We're ready for some higher titration, some stronger stimulus because the system is totally stabilized at that level, that local maximum that we've already gotten to. That's that's a really nice way to realize that we don't, one, have to be going toward the maximum, maximum, maximum every single time. We can be just establishing the sanity that this local maximum we can handle, and then we can be more intelligent, perhaps, about how we increase titrations from one success, one stabilized level of success to the next. Yeah, or that as we're watching activation, just like, just like I hope so many of us are turning ourselves at our attention toward is trying to like ride these, these lower levels of activation to where we really establish that that rhythm, that pattern, that is totally here, totally available. We can move on from here, increasing as much as we can get control of these things, increasing that those levels of activation. Once again, from one local maximum success, we can really stabilize that to then going through the discomfort that might come with adding the next level of challenge but that next level of challenge is in this case informed by the past level of experience and success from the last local maximum or you know this last titration that we were whew, successful at accomplishing without too much whew, instability hmm, that's another thought and one last local maximum that i've been thinking about is in the skill acquisition frame of our work of our studies that you know, there are just so many different things we can be paying attention to and learning how to attend to and learning how to speak to and learning how to dance with from physiology and, you know, the carotid artery pumping away and what speed is that happening at and how's it happening in relationship to the breath rate and how are the eyes going and how are the eyes not going and when they're speaking, does the head and neck turn at all? Does it bounce up and down at all? Like when a person is talking, do they talk blue, red, blue, red, or just go red, red, blue, red, red, blue, or like, there's just so many different ways to be looking and so much skill acquisition that goes along with this. And this beautiful pattern that starts to emerge as we're kind of grokking or getting more of those different attentional pieces to come together, we often feel that we really get it now. Like, this is so cool. Like, I really get it. I really know what I'm doing and and you know we go to another training or we sit down and we watch another video or we we have a couple more successful sessions we receive a session then we feel like just so much more at ease ourselves and we feel more confident and capable of picking up the right changes and nuances in our clients when these oh yeah I totally got it come I just I just want to encourage you to hang with that like enjoy that just rock on just enjoy it. You know, like you find something that's working and you, you go like, wow, th I got this part down. Like if I pay attention in this way, if I leave this a little bit more space, if I don't ask a few more questions, if I do ask this question right at this moment, if I do play with sounds rather than just words all the time, if I do, if you change something, you pick something up at a training, oh, I, I do this kidney release and things really settle. Oh, I come in on the table and I make sure that I'm not above the client. I'm 
already seated, seated so that there's there's that height difference isn't already there. You know, you, you, you pick up these things and it makes this difference and it improves your work. You just take that in. You take it in for a while and you let it become your local maximum. And then eventually there's going to be some moment where you're going to be like, I don't know how to do this yet. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I still, I still don't know. And probably what's happened, of course, is you're just helping things move along more and you're just bringing out more stuff that you're getting bigger questions about or you're helping people with more complex situations or different kind of personality traits, different amounts of shock and awe or anything going on in there that makes it so that you're suddenly going, wait a second, now I don't know what I'm doing. Well, this is great. This is great. There's a new local maximum coming and you're going to have to go down to the hillside and out into the plain and you're going to have to cross the desert until you figure out some new stuff that's then going to help you climb back up to the next hillside that's going to give you a better view and more opportunity and more ability to help more people in more nuanced ways. And so even when you really get it, you can just absorb it. And when you're kind of wondering what the heck you're doing, what am I doing? Oh, you're learning your way toward your next local maximum. See you on the mountain. Regular listeners of Twig's SE Reflections podcast are going to recognize this song in the background. It's a little transition number. Kind of says, hey, completion's here. Gonna do something else now. Don't know what you're gonna do. But I know that I've enjoyed talking to you here and that if you wanna hear more little tips and tricks and thoughts and off-the-top comments about somatic experiencing and things that we do as practitioners, you can head on over to my website, liberationispossible.org backslash sa reflections, and then you can get up. Get up. That'll be good. Get up.